I mean, where else can you see Grace fully? Like, beloved, there is a perfect plan set over your life. You better walk forward in full Godfidence. Hey guys, it's Gracie. Have the best day ever. Hugs, loves, and blessings from above. <laughs> hello, 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 hello. Hey, hey, hey. Hi, guys. Welcome to my podcast, See Gracefully. I am your host, Gracie. And you are tuned into another episode of the greatest podcast in the land. Well, I'm not going to do all that because there's some great podcasts out there. But I'm, of course, a little biased, just slightly. <laughs> but welcome to my show. You guys, it has been a while. I know for those of you who are my writers and are like tuned in for every episode, I know that you've missed me. I've missed you because we haven't done a new episode in a while. And this is the kickoff to a brand new set of episodes that I'm going to be bringing your way. So I'm really excited to share with you all. Really happy to be back. The last episode we did was like my birthday. I was still 30 and now I'm 31. <laughs> so much has changed, you guys. No, but for real, it has been a while. We were on hiatus, on a little break, revamping some things. So it is good to be back. I love it. Thank you guys, my supporters, the fans, the listeners, for always tuning in, always being super supportive, and always being there for your girl. So I appreciate you. We have an exciting show today. A lot to talk about, obviously. A lot to catch up on. And I'm just, I don't know, I'm just full of vigor. I'm full of a new energy and excited. You guys may be able to hear that my voice sounds a little weak, which is why I've kind of been out for a little while. I'm technically on vocal rest and should not be talking. It's an indefinite vocal rest until the doctors can figure out what's going on. So for those of you who are believers and believe in the power of prayer, please lift up a prayer for me. I've been going through some pretty serious vocal health issues. And as a vocalist, as a singer, a songwriter, a podcaster, a musician, where my voice is literally my tool and my means for my livelihood, it's just a little bit scary um, knowing that your voice is um, not in the healthiest condition and is facing some potential damage. So you guys just bear with me. Um, that's been the main reason why I've been out for a little while, just trying to figure out what's going on with me and I know you guys can hear that my voice isn't super strong so I'm gonna try my best to make it through today's show but y'all pray for me um going to the doctor to figure out hopefully it's nothing that will require surgery um, or even extensive rehab um but it's it's been pretty difficult to do a lot of the things that I'm used to doing, such as talking and, and podcasting and mostly singing. So I just pray that uh, the Lord restore my vocal health because it's so, so, so important. 
appreciate you guys for that in advance. Thank you. But anyway, moving into the show breakdown, we are doing some exciting things. Um, I don't know about you, but I'm going to talk about The Lion King. Spoiler alert, Mufasa dies. What? <laughs> okay, I mean, I know us 30 pluses, we are super big on this whole re-release and remake of The Lion King. I mean, this movie literally was our childhood, so I got some things to say, okay? All right. Um, and then we're going to do a get to know Gracie because it's been a while and you might have forgot who I am. <laughs> if you know me, you still might have forgot who I am because you haven't heard anything from me. So we'll just get to know me again. Okay. Followed by a grace note. I know you guys love those. Those are my favorite. And then, of course, we're going to round it out with some Jesus and give you a verse of the week along with some encouragement, some pick me up to get you going throughout your week. All right, guys, if you know of anyone, I'm always, 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 I will never stop looking for up-and-coming musicians, songwriters, producers, singers, beatboxers, DJs, whatever. If you make music, I want to hear it, and I want to share it. If it's dope music, I really want to share it. So be sure you can email me at cgracefully at gmail.com. That is the letter C, G-R-A-C-E-F-U-L-L-Y at gmail.com. We are constantly looking for up and coming artists and musicians for our spotlight stars of the week. Every week I highlight someone here on my station to play their music. So get your stuff in. All I need is a bio, a brief shout out, and one to two of your songs sent in MP3 form. So if you know a musician or know someone who, you know, would benefit from having their music played around the world, because it's literally what you get here for the free and an extra shout out, definitely send it in. I would love to feature you. I support musicians because I am a musician okay so let me do that for you and let it bless your life <laughs> and bless my life and bless people around the world with your music also acts of grace these are our people within the community I want you to send in what it is you do if you're an activist or making a difference or you're working or you have a nonprofit organization or something where you're making a difference and serving the community around you. I want to hear about it. I love that. I believe you have the heart of Jesus, the heart of the Lord in you as a servant. And I just, I want to highlight that. And not, not often enough to people get highlighted and shouted out for good. We live in such a community where negativity like runs rampant and is always kind of highlighted and praised almost in a weird sense. So I want to highlight the good that people are doing. I want to highlight and make attention be known to those who are making a difference in the world and people around them. So send those bios and that info into my email as well, cgracefully at gmail.com. And then lastly, of course, my grace notes. If you would like your note featured right here on the show, feel free 
to write me a grace note. I will give you my honest, hard truth, opinion of whatever your situation is. Of course, laced and graced with love, but I will be reading your email right here. So if you have a question about life, love, relationships, your relationship with God, your work life, music business advice, whatever it may be, send me an email. I would love to feature you right here as well on my show. So those are my housekeeping things. Always have to make sure I put those announcements out there. And um, yeah, let's talk about The Lion King.
good. <laughs> so good. Man, that's one of the greatest Disney soundtracks ever. And if you haven't heard the Broadway soundtrack, it's an amazing soundtrack on Broadway as well. All right, for those of you that do not know, I am an ultimate Disney head. What does that mean, Gracie? That means I love everything Disney. And it's a little bit maybe like <laughs> obsessive. Well, more when I was a child. But I mean, of course, now as an adult, I still am just like in love and get so excited about everything that Disney does. I love Disney World. I love all the movies. I love the Broadway shows. Just everything. So when The Lion King first premiered its trailer that it was coming out July 19th, 2019, I got super stoked. I called my brothers who were just as much Disney heads and just was ready, right? Now I tried my best not to be super like high expectations just because I, you know, I know that it's a remake and the live action, it's not going to be exactly the same. But I still, like, I made sure to be there on opening night. I was in there ready. So today we're going to actually do a get to know Gracie coupled with, like, talking about The Lion King. So let's start with the get to know Gracie. Okay, if you are new to my show, our get to know Gracie segment is basically where we play a game of two lies and a truth. What I'm going to do is I'll state off three statements. Two of them will be not the truth, and one of them will be the truth. And I'll give you an opportunity to guess which one the truth is. And that'll just give you an opportunity to kind of get to know who I am, not only as your host, but just as a person. Some of you know me in real life that listen, and some of you may not know me. You may have seen me from the show or from social media. And so you just maybe don't really know who I am. <laughs> and I just want to give you an opportunity to get to know who I am. So this is just a fun way that we do that here. Okay. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to read off these three statements and you get to guess. All righty. Here we go. I have never seen all of the Lion King movies. I played Nala in the Broadway version play of the Lion King. I cried within the first two minutes of the 2019 remake movie. Again, I've never seen all of the Lion King movies. I played Nala in the Broadway version of the Lion King. I cried within the first two minutes of the movie. I cried, y'all, within the first two minutes of this 2019 remake of The Lion King. And why, you ask? Because one, I'm like super emotional, I guess. <laughs> but two, you guys, I actually... I love The Lion King so much. It means so much to me in a different way from just seeing the movie. My brothers and I actually founded and started a children's theater when we were younger. And The Lion King was like the last play that we put on. And I actually, I didn't play Nala, but I played Rafiki in the Broadway version 
of The Lion King. That was the play we did. I was about 10 years old and I love that role, man. Like I was, I get to, I got to speak a lot of like Swahili and learn a lot of different language because if you've ever heard the Broadway version soundtrack, there's a lot more uh, African culture poured into that soundtrack and into that show, which is great. Um, and so I got a chance to really um, learn more about new cultures and sing in Swahili. And it was just a really great opportunity. I also got to do some flips. You know, I've always been a gymnast. So during like the fight scene, you know, when Rafiki comes out and like fights everyone and she's knocking folk with her stick and you know so what we did is we added a chance for me to actually like I tumbled down the aisle of the theater <laughs> I did like back handsprings all the way down the aisle and beat up all the hyenas and it was really cool but anyway so in the Broadway version of The Lion King Rafiki sings the song Circle of Life it starts off with me singing so I start with the dad sampling yeah yes that was my part <laughs> so um when I was watching it on screen this past week it was just done so beautifully the CGI was gorgeous to see like they did visually an amazing job with this remake you guys if you haven't seen it yet spoiler alert I am going to be talking about it um so you may want to turn me down and then turn me back up in a few minutes but um they did a beautiful job artistically and visually. I'm not a fan of, you know, the entirety of this new remake, but, you know, I can appreciate it for what it was. And so, yeah, I, I found myself crying within the first two minutes while they were singing Circle of Life. I was like, I, I don't even know why. I, I don't know why I'm crying. <laughs> but it was really a special moment for me to see it and to just kind of like relive that moment. I had a great time. But yeah, I mean, I I loved it. It was a good movie. Um, did I expect it to be just like the one we grew up on, y'all? No, because no remakes are ever exactly the same. Of course, they have to put their spin and their take on it. And I know a lot of people felt really salty about that. And there were certain parts that I felt pretty salty about, like some of Rafiki's lines they took out some of the like iconic ones where she's like, look hard, you know, when she's like showing Simba Mufasa. And, you know, there were certain things in there that they took away that was kind of like, oh, no, don't do that. Um, and I think my biggest upset had to do with like the villains and not necessarily Scar, but like the hyenas, you know, they weren't. They weren't the hyenas like where was Ed? You know, Ed was the one that never talked. He just laughed. And we needed that one. That was, he was the comedic relief of the movie. So I don't know what happened, um, you know, and their interaction was weird. Like Shinzi, the female hyena, she was like a totally different character than what Whoopi was. They should have just got Whoopi to replay it. Cause I mean, if the people are still alive, why not let them be the part? I think a lot of us millennials or 30 pluses, we would have really appreciated because we, you know, we got used to the voices that we knew and grew up on and learned to love uh, in the role. So it was hard. It was hard, I think, for some millennials to see it because <laughs> we were like, wait a second. That's not Simone. Wait a minute. That's not Pumbaa. You know, we just it's hard for us to not feel like our childhood got tampered with a little bit with the movie. But my my 
I think my biggest upset was the fact that they took out Be Prepared. Like, hands down, one of the top five villain songs of Disney history. Now, I'd say even top three. Be Prepared is a good song, man. And they took the Jones out. Like, they did some sort of weird, like, chant, like, rhythm instead. Be prepared. Be prepared. And I'm like, that ain't the song. Come on. Ugh. Be Prepared was so well written and so good. Like, and, and it showed more of Scar's, like, deviousness and his evil plotting and a little more of his fabulousness. Because Scar was fabulous. You can't sit here and tell me he was not Mufasa's gay brother. But whatever. He was fabulous, honey. And <laughs> and they took out his jam. Like, they needed that song in there. And I don't know. It just, that didn't sit with me great. Um, But hey, what are you going to do? And uh, let's see. Beyonce. Uh, I saw somebody post. They were like, she did her best. You know, we all know Beyonce is not an actor. Um, and I feel like voiceovers are even harder. You know, it's harder to be a voiceover actor because the people don't get to see you. You have to convey an energy and convey a story and a feeling and emotion via just your voice. That's hard to do. Especially like if you're not a great actor being seen by people and you're not great, what makes you think voiceover is going to be better? It's not. It's just going to be worse. It's just kind of like, you know, so Beyonce, she did her best. But shout outs to Queen B for the new album. I'll take it because it's it's a good one. If you haven't gotten a chance to listen, Beyonce did drop a new album the day of the release of the movie called The Gift. And it's a Lion King, basically a Lion King album that came out with this movie. And it's dope. Super cultural, super like, oh, it's a good, it's good music, man. You know, one thing, the woman is undefeated, of course, when it comes to music. So check that out if you have it. But yeah, overall, I give the Lion King, I'll be nice and give it a seven. <laughs> but they, they made some major blows when they took out Dagon Be Prepared, man. It took some major blows. And then when they also took out the uh, Timon and Pumbaa part where they're distracting the hyenas, they did something different. What did they do? Did they do some sort of like Disney song or something? But it wasn't like what we knew when they came up with the little hula skirt and <laughs> did the little funny part at the end with the fight scene. So I don't know. There were certain things removed that I didn't love. Um, certain things just don't mess with. Just leave it alone. Remake it and leave it alone. You don't got to do no extra or take things out. The movie was great. But it was really cool to have that sentiment in the theater and to relive it. And for the next generations to come, now they have a Lion King all their own. So, yeah, go check it out if you haven't. If you're listening to me during all this, I'm sorry for spoiling, but kind of sorry, not sorry, because I gave you the forewarning but anyways yeah that's the lion king okay guys we're gonna quickly do this grace note and verse of the week because per usual i'm running out of time and this 30 minutes goes so fast all right so the grace note this week says dear gracie i've been in the dating pool for about a year and i just want to know what is up with dudes not being consistent 
They seem like at one minute they want you and at the next they don't even know you're alive. Is this the new breed of man? I don't know if I even want to date anymore. I'm so over it. Girl. (laughs) Well, thanks for writing this letter. And I will say just to speak on behalf of guys, because I don't want a man bash on this page. I'm actually all for the fellas. But I'll say it goes both ways. I've been in the dating pool for a while as well. And yes, I've experienced the inconsistency, but I do know there are a lot of women that are also inconsistent with men as well. And honestly, I blame social media just straight up. I think people have this false idea of having every option to them. They have their pick of the litter, you know, they have access to any and everyone via DMs, via Messenger, whatever it may be. If they see something they like, they can reach out to it and possibly get a response. So I think it's just this kind of like mentality that we have nowadays of one, not really wanting to commit or always thinking there's something more or better or greater. So you might meet a man and yeah, he very well may be into you one day and the next be into somebody else and then come back and be into you after you post a new selfie or a thirst trap or whatever it may be. So I I just, I feel like for those who have wandering eyes or wandering hearts, social media certainly doesn't help. Um, I would just say though, be encouraged because that just gives you the ability to weed them out quickly. So the one that is for you isn't going to wander. He's going to be consistent. He's going to be fully and totally into you. And you just have to trust and believe and hold on to that. Because I feel like if you give up so easily, you may miss out on something amazing. So just chop it up to the game. Realize that, yo, when the one that is going to be with me, he'll be consistent. He'll be all in. He won't be wishy-washy. Um, And he'll be totally enamored and only have eyes for you. But yeah, girl, I I feel you. It do be like that. They ghost after, you know, a day or they say, hey, let's go out. And literally, like I had a dude ask me out a while ago, literally was like, oh, yeah, when are you free? So I told him when I was free. Came the day. Didn't hear anything from him. He asked again, oh, I still really want to meet you. I want to link up. Told him, hey, okay, this is when I'm free. And the day rolls around again. And once again, I hear nothing of any sort of plans made. He didn't reach out to contact to see, hey, are you free to do this? Do you want to, is this something you'd want to do? I can pick you up at whatever. None of that. No plans were ever made and no follow through happened. So girl, just chop it up to the game. Don't give up. It happens. You know, it happens to all of us and you'll be all right. The one that's for you is for you. So chillax. You'll be good. Our verse of the week comes from Colossians 4, verses 2 through 6. It reads, Devote yourselves to prayer, being watchful and thankful. And pray for us, too, that God may open a door for our message, so that we may proclaim the mystery of Christ. Pray that I may proclaim it clearly as I should. Be wise in the way you act toward outsiders. Make the most of every opportunity. Let your conversations be always full of grace, seasoned with salt, so that you may know how to answer everyone. I love that part where it says, 
Be wise in the way you act toward outsiders. Make the most of every opportunity. That sticks out to me so much because it's just saying, like, you meet a stranger, always act accordingly in love. You never know who you're talking to. Some people have encountered angels in real life. And some people have encountered, you know, someone who could make their world a whole new opportunity and and grant them with a whole new opportunity and blessing. So you just always want to speak in love, speak out of grace, uh, walk in representation of the way that Christ has called us to be. And that is out of love and kindness and joy. So I just want to impart that as I leave you this week. Take that with you through this weekend. I hope you have enjoyed this show. Thank you so much for sticking with me through some things we've been going through over here, guys. But I appreciate you. It's so good to be back. And in true theme of sticking to this whole Lion King show or themed show, the motif of it all, I'm going to play the song that we all missed and loved dearly. Here it is, the greatest villain song of Disney history, just so you don't miss it too much. I love you guys so much. Thank you for listening. And until next time, hugs, loves, and blessings from above. Bye. Not as wet as a warthog's backside, but thick as you are. Pay attention. My words are a matter of pride. It's clear from your vacant expression. The lights are not all on upstairs. But we are talking kings and successions. Even you can't be caught unawares. So prepare for the chance of a lifetime. Be prepared for sensational news. A shining new era is tiptoeing nearer. And where do we feature? Just listen to teacher. I know it sounds sordid, but you'll be rewarded when at last I am given my dues. And injustice deliciously swear. Be prepared. Yeah, be prepared. Yeah, we'll be prepared. For what? For the death of the king. Why, is he sick? No, fool, we're gonna kill him. And Simba, too. Great idea! Who needs a king? No king, no king. Idiots! There will be a king! Hey, but you said... uh... I will be king! Stick with me, and you'll never go hungry again! Be prepared.